welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Hey there, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on into the Sports Buffoons. My name is Tanner Dawson of the Sports Buffoons Whiskey Sports Podcast and Let's Talk Sports. Join with me, our two other buffoons here. We got Mike Settle. He's taking the day off for moderating uh, to uh, to get prepped for March and April of draft talk. I'm trying to save my voice from all the talking <clears throat> I'll be doing during draft season. Yeah, so just, just brace with us there. And, of course, JG, who joins me every Saturday morning for In the Hoop. JG, what's up, dude? What's up, yo? Let's. I want to get into this shit because we need to talk about some uh, free bets and some betting. Free bets? The the, what are we talking about? about? You got to get to your betting segment. Betting segment. Betting segment. Uh, yeah, we got a bet on the NBA, man. Apparently, he has a betting segment he wants to talk about. So, welcome into the sports buffoons, uh, guys. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow down below uh, for the show. Helps us out with the channel and lets us continue to do what we're doing. So, I'm excited for it today. We have a great lineup here. We're going to talk NFL franchise tags. Who knows what that'll bring up? Then we're going to talk a little NBA action. And then we'll uh, finish it out with a little bit of scouting combine. So I'll do a lot more scouting combine tomorrow on the Whiskey Sports Podcast. Uh, Scott and Johnny joined me there. So you guys check that out tomorrow for more in-depth. But we will talk a little bit about it today. Guys, let's start it out. What are we drinking? Well, I'm back to my chick drinks again. I got some Mike's Harder uh, Green Apple. Um, I don't know why. You know, when we first started the show, the whole idea was like, I'm going to have a different craft beer for every show, right? It was you did be state that. Something real unique. It was going to be like a IPAs or stouts or something unique for every show, right? And now it's just turned into the same old Buzz Balls and Mike's Hard Lemonade. I'm I'm really going downhill with this whole thing. So um, I, I think maybe sometime soon, maybe maybe not too soon, but I got to get back on the IPA train and get some good drinks back on the show for you guys. So before you go, um, this Facebook user says, I tried to join Aaron Rodgers on his blackout trip, but my character was too bright. <clears throat> so what do you got, JG? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Raiders. That's all I know. So I, I fuck, fuck whatever. The idea was, of a blackout trip with Aaron Rodgers, though, reminds me a lot of some of the things I've done in the past. So, uh, I think that'd be a good time. It would be amazing a time. I, I'd be, I'd be going to Vegas like as many times as I could. That was, could now, what is, a black, what is a blackout trip so, so really that, entail? That was Carlos, by the way. You commented, Carlos, what is a you. blackout trip entail? Yeah. What does that really mean for Aaron Rodgers? That just means that you don't remember what happened, right? Well, you know, I, well I know it, it's a, it's, it's a, I believe it's a trip of communication has been disconnected completely. Oh, he doesn't know okay, anything yeah. that's going on in the world, and it's just him and his thoughts essentially all alone. No, 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 no. So I that know it's like fun. I thought you were talking about like when you're you get drunk and you not, black out. No, black, this is a different thing. So it's a dark, dark out. What you're talking? No. About, so right? what he's doing is he went everything dark. And so you don't get candles. You don't get a flashlight for four days. Correct. You are completely blacked out. You don't see shit. I get, I don't know if they bring your food to you or if you just eat your own food or I think they whatever, but you stuff. can't see it. You can't see it. You just have to put it in your mouth and hope that it tastes good. <laughs> have, you know? you, have you seen the... Uh, Which I, I actually like the idea of. I would probably fucking do that bullshit. So a lot of it, I believe, is similar to like basically you're in a container with a little bit of water and you kind of just sit there and the whole time i think so <laughs> well what the hell it's so, so weird so what if are you sure he ate or was he just or was he fasting the whole time no he he was eating you you get to eat some but stuff. you have to be in the actual dark 
during this. Yeah, you don't. You can't see it. Who the hell? Like, where does this even come from? Like, where do you go to make this happen? Uh, I don't know. Like that. that I'm serious. It? Like, I want to know where this location is because I might actually do it one day. It actually sounds kind of fun, but uh, the idea of disconnecting from the rest of the world would be my preference, though. I, I'd be cool doing that for about. Sounds like it might be in Mexico days. or like Central America. Yeah, I feel like that's something I'd, they might I'd have do. To, we'd have to do some. Maybe Alaska. Some crazy I don't know. stuff on it to see. So, uh, let's see. We already got some comments here into play. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Bills. Uh, Carlos says the Bills can pick up another former Titan. And, and oh, yeah, the Titans dropped their left tackle today. Right, so, Taylor Lawan <clears throat> yep. is now a free agent. Don't forget about running the ball. It is the Mad New Yorker. That is Carlos out here. Scott says it's six more weeks of winter if Roger sees a shadow. <laughs> Hey, the good news uh, see, don't in, do that. in Kansas here, we've had great weather. So uh, until today, now yeah. this evening, yeah, it's been fine. It's, it's sixty degrees. Deg it's sixty degrees throughout the day, so I'm good with that. Uh, leaving Las Vegas dark, that's for sure. Uh, his diet and, is in uh, darkness and is brought. <laughs> so Peru, it's in Peru. Peru okay. is where Rogers goes for this black. What did I? So uh, there, there you go. Central I America. said I was like Central South America. There we go, man. Oh. So, Sounds yeah. cool. I'm, I need to look into this. I, I think I'm. I'm gonna go do it. Like, I, I feel think, like a mental detox. I think the three of us should go do it together because I think it's I like an enlightenment. That. It should be a, if, an enlightenment. If we're trip. all if we're all alone in the dark together, like that only if days. I get if I can get Deshaun Watson's masseuse, then I might do it. But if I can't which get one? Deshaun Watson's masseuse, which one? The best one. Then I'm not. <laughs> what gonna was that? Do what it. was that? Was it Euro Trip where like the, the lights went out on the train and he kept touching? He's like, Miscoozy, Miscoozy, when the lights would come back on. That's what it'd be like over there in the black yeah. guy. Like, you'd be like, Oh, I have a masseuse. And then or, next thing you know, it's Tanner. <laughs> or if I get Miscoozy. <laughs> I, I so here's what I this would be my best request. If I if I can't get Deshaun Watson's masseuse, I would want Robert Kraft's. Masseuse that he had just oh, a couple of years ago. If I can get no, that, dude, then uh, I, I would go I, dark. Whoever know? that masseuse was, I'll pass on. Yeah, her her fondling some old balls like that. I think, really? I'd, I'd rather have something more. Just, I don't know. I, yeah. No, but she wants just younger no. balls. You don't want to give her what she wants. I don't want Robert Kraft's sloppy seconds in oh, any kind gosh. of way. So no, I'll, I'll pass no, on that. That's masseuse. true. I'll give you that. You don't want that shit. But right, with, with Watson, you got a, a large <clears throat> list to go through. You could pick whatever one you wanted. All right. Yeah, there's a large list. All right. Before we get too off track here and start talking about spraining stuff, <laughs> let's get in back in the track here. All right. So big thing going on starting yesterday. The NFL franchise tag begins uh, for teams. Today, there was some news. Titans, for instance, released the wide right receiver Robert Woods, Taylor Lewan, Zach Cunningham, linebacker, and Randy Bullock, the kicker, which opened up about 37.9 mil of cap space. So, got that. The Bears released uh, Al Quadden Muhammad, uh, putting them back over 100 mil uh, for cap space here. Um, we won't talk about Kevin Love yet because that's down the road, I'm sure. So, but yeah, there's there was some news there for releases today. Now there's a there are some big names in the cap space. I I actually like to talk first. Uh, get this out of the way of our Kansas City Chiefs. We're obviously, Orlando Brown being one of the guys for tags. Is there anybody else that's eligible for tags for Chiefs, Mike? Well, there are, but there's no one else that would really make sense to be tagged in this situation. So I mean, obviously, a, you're you're not going to use that on a guy like Miko Hardman, uh, who is a free agent now at this point. Um, and then Orlando Brown just makes the most sense because, I mean, he had his ups and downs throughout the year, had a really good Super Bowl, but so did Andrew Wiley, for that matter. The whole offensive line had a great Super Bowl, 
Um, but I, I just think that the Chiefs are still in this mindset with Orlando Brown Jr. of like, we don't really know if you're worthy of being the highest paid left tackle of all time because that's the kind of money he'd be getting if he gets he gets a long-term contract like he wants. Now, obviously, the Chiefs can only tag him one more time. And so that's the rules. You can you can basically go back-to-back, back, but after that, that's it. So I think one more year on the tag would be fine because he's still a young player, and if he does succeed and improve his footwork, then at that point going into the following year, then you can give him that you know five- or six-year deal he's won. So you're already going to possibly pay the guy. If you tag him, you're looking at a second tag that puts him on mm-hmm. a two-year 36.5 mil spread across two years. What's your thoughts, Jason, on that? Do you think he's worth that for a tag? And again, I, I just think you have to tag him. And um, it, it kind of reminds me of Lamar Jackson, who we're going to talk about a little bit later. It's like it's two completely different situations in that Lamar Jackson, he misses a handful of games each year. But Orlando Brown, while he's in all of the games, he just doesn't he doesn't wow you like I feel like. Orlando Brown has a little bit more to prove. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Lamar Jackson, like you don't have anything to prove except that you can be on the field for, you know, all of the games instead of missing a handful of games each year. And so, yeah, I think, you know, for Orlando Brown, I, I definitely want to tag him this year because I mean, yeah, he's got, he's got value for the chiefs, no doubt, but like you, you need to prove it, dude. Like I want to see this guy prove it. And no, I, I don't I have no problem giving Orlando Brown a contract, you know, maybe next year, but like, he's not, he's not a guy that's going to wow me to where, to the point where I want to pay him right now. Yeah. I I'd kind of be okay with the franchise tag myself. I like to see, I haven't gone quite over the offensive lineman for, uh, for the draft yet. Um, but so that's something I do want to explore before I make my full decision. Obviously we only got till the seventh it's the franchise tag deadline. So, <clears throat> but I, I'd be okay with it just for the fact that he knows the offense. It's been around Patrick Mahomes. He knows the importance of it. He had a really great solid Super Bowl uh, <clears throat> performance there, which is what he really needed. But as far, I mean, 20 mil, just under, just under 20 mil for the, uh, for the salary cap hit. I, I'd almost be okay since we have 12 draft picks to go out and try to make it get, get a guy left tackle high, you know, maybe well, higher in the first round. We, the chiefs need depth anyway, a tackle because Correct. obviously they need to have someone behind Brown that we can. So we also on, lost Wiley Andrew too. Wiley. Uh, Wiley's technically now. a free agent right now. <clears throat> for now. We'll see how that goes, but uh, yeah, obviously not a guy you want to put a tag on or anything, but um, I could see Wiley coming back. Yeah. I, I could see him come back. Not for, you know, team friendly in a way. So yeah. On that, I mean, so. he, he, he's a, he's quite a player that's improved over his years with the chiefs. Cause his first couple seasons in Kansas City were not good at all. And I remember when we re-signed him at one point, I was actually kind of pissed off. I'm like, the hell are we seeing this guy? Like, why are we bringing him back for one more year? And it's like, man, all of a sudden, it's like that year, something clicked for him, and he just became a, you know, decent starter. So you thought he sucked like oh, Karloftis. Did, oh, did was, you think he, of him in the same way that you thought of Karloftis? Wiley or? was worse. Yeah, yeah well, Wiley was Karloftis. Well, Wiley was not a first-round pick, so – uh, that's the that's the difference on that. The expectations were never there, and he was never a good player. But you thought he sucked a couple of years. No, at the first two years, he absolutely did suck. He did. It was bad. I was very surprised when he stepped in the right tackle spot and performed the way he did. He's, I was very the, the last two years. He's been worthy of being a 
average right tackle, which is always no, that's yeah. why I compared him to George Karloftis because I think we all thought that Karloftis sucked at the beginning of the year, and then all of a sudden he just kind of showed up. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how things go with him in the future, I guess, but he's got a lot to work on still. All right, all right, let's get back to the comments here. Uh, could Tennessee Scott wants to know if Tennessee could go after Aaron Rodgers since he loves very Tennessee? Do you think Tennessee and Aaron no, Rodgers? Hell no, they're they're dude, they're in a full rebuild. That that's not gonna happen. No, they're not going after Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers is either going to he's going back to the Packers or he's going to the Raiders or he's going to the Jets, which you know, I, I'm all in, as you guys know, on Aaron Rodgers going to the Raiders. But uh no. Now Titans are in a full rebuild, so that's not gonna happen. So Carlos out here says, I hope Giants tag Jones so that Jones and Dobble start their exit strategy back to Buffalo. <laughs> and in fact, Danny Dimes gets 20 more mil. Giants keep going backwards and gets in the Tannehill situation. Tannehill, the best contract for lack of output. I, I do want to tag Jones actually, so, because I want to see a little bit more. Yeah. And like, it's like, we all mm. talk about how the running back position is worthless, but I, I, I would much rather pay Saquon Barkley than I would Daniel Jones because like Daniel Jones has a little bit more provision to prove and you can still pay him you can still pay him next year but i'm i'm in the camp of let's just pay saquon at this point if if it's kind of affordable and then i want to tag daniel jones and so this is like kind of the biggest argument that i've heard today is like who do you tag and who do you sign and i'm i'm in the camp of like i want to see more from daniel jones because is it like is it brian dable that's making him better. I, I just feel like Daniel Jones has a lot more to prove. Now they weren't the highest in offense production either, right? So Daniel Jones took on a franchise tag of just over 32 mil for the year versus Saquon Barkley. You could tag him and get 10 mil out of that and have another year of that to see. But, but the thing of it is, the thing of it is, is like they are all in on both of these guys. They want to keep both. And so that's why I'm saying like, so you'd rather you sign must, Saquon for two or three years yes. than try yeah, to sign Yeah, and if somebody wants to overpay for Saquon, that's fine. I'll let him go. But if, if you're dedicated to keeping both of these guys, I am not going to give Danny Dimes, you know, a $40 million per year, per year contract. I just want to see a little bit more from him. What do you think, Mike? Well, I'm okay with the idea of tagging Jones just for the fact that you can do that, but you also need to draft someone immediately too in this draft because you can't go into this going, oh, we still need to see more from him. And, you know, we go into next year and watch him perform and he performed like he did two years ago. You know, you, you can't run into that and then have nothing on the back burner to, you know, look towards the future with your team. You got to draft a quarterback high in this in this situation. And then if, if Jones does perform well, then great. You got yourself a situation where – Maybe you do want to pay him, but now you have this young quarterback that you took high that could be worth something to another team. Um, but it, you've got to kind of hedge your bets a little bit whenever it comes to handling Jones in that situation. Because personally, I I think he had a – way outperformed his abilities this past year, personally. Correct. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know that he's going to be able to do that consistently from here going forward. Uh, maybe he has one of those late bloomers that we see every once in a while in the league. Uh, you know, Geno Smith was kind of a late bloomer. Uh, obviously had his best year of his career by far with Seattle. Um, I just, I, I don't, I think that with Jones, you got to, it's okay to franchise tag him, but you've got to have something else in the back burner that's prepared to step in 
uh, some young guy that you can rely on down down the road, I'd say. So I like the fact of tagging Saquon for another year just to see if he can stay fully healthy for a year. Let so, Danny, so you're going to use your tag on Saquon? I'm going to use my tag on Saquon. Let Danny walk. Let Danny, okay, that's fair, okay. too. I don't have and a problem then, with that. So you have so the Giants have one, two, three, four, five, six top five picks, top top five round picks in the draft here this year. I I'd say I'd say you go all out and go go all in here. Uh go get go get Lamar. Go get Lamar. Sign and trade. Shit. Trade a first, third, and another first for that. future and go get Lamar. Use your payroll to get somebody that's gonna give you a top 10 offense, not a bottom 15. Just because you made the playoffs is great, but you weren't but they're, they're not even in the running for Lamar. They could I, be. I don't think they're in the running for Lamar. Well, who's in the running? It surprised me. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Tanner, Tanner's walking out or, or to go get a beer. I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> dude. Like, why would you I react like Miami that? Dolphins? Like, yeah. you, are you kidding me? You are a Chiefs fan. He wants why, to send them Miami? Why would you not? The, why would you not want the AFC to be a stronger? That's conference? nothing about it. Why would Miami go after that kind of contract? Put Lamar on Miami. You put Aaron Rodgers on the Where Raiders. Where are they going to get the funds? They're already paying Hill. They got to pay Waddle. They got to pay the defense they just brought in. There's it no- would be very expensive. I understand that. <laughs> but why would you not? What did the what did the what did the uh, L.A. Rams do? Just you know, when they won the championship, the, first the problem picks. is they, they don't have ammunition to be able to make a deal. Did the Rams don't have any, over there. anything, man? They oh, God. I don't they see how Miami works, dude. I think it's like a pipe dream for Jason at this point. You have to go all <laughs> like it's, it's like the, the bottom like line is like Miami, Miami, Tyree Kill. The bottom that line is sense. if I could get Lamar on the Miami Dolphins and Aaron Rodgers on the the Las Vegas Raiders, like <laughs> is that like your dude? I I'd probably just quit the show because I'd be so happy. Like if that happened, because like like we're Chiefs fans, right? So we want to see maximum competition in the AFC. And so I literally want to see all of the NFC yeah. quarterbacks like Rodgers, like Tom Brady's already gone. So, so you just I want to see all dog shit quarterbacks in the NFC. So that Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Patrick Mahomes had all the competition. So here's the thing, though. That's this is why the Giants make sense to me. This is why Washington makes sense to me with the draft picks and the roster they have. If they go out and get Lamar. Lamar doesn't have to go through Chiefs. Arrowhead. Well, fuck him. Lamar Put him doesn't on the have Jets. to go through Bengals. I'd rather see him on the Jets then. Put him on the Jets. I, I'm just amazed. It doesn't make sense. I'm just amazed. It the does idea, make sense. The idea of Lamar leaving the Ravens doesn't make sense. Do to you me not think anywhere. that the Jets have a good no. roster right now? You don't think I, I, the Jets think have, have a good roster? Receivers, but I don't think they got. I don't think Lamar should be in the AFC. If he's smart, like Russell Westbrook isn't, you go to where you can get into that Super Bowl. Westbrook. Westbrook. You know who I'm talking about. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me this is not a transition. This isn't NBA. transition. No, 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 no. God, not yet. Gosh, but Lamar Jackson needs to go to the NOC. He needs to go to a team in the NOC. Here's the deal. Though. To me, like the whole thing does, it doesn't make any sense because if you're the Ravens and you let Lamar go, you have literally nothing there in that position. You've built that entire team around Lamar Jackson when he does well. I mean, you could even go. What, the defense? No. Offensively, you've built. Who? What do you mean who? The structure of the offense is built Bateman, around Lamar. Who sat out all season and part of the... No, uh, Tanner, first... I'm talking about the schematics of the way they run their offense is built around Lamar Jackson. 
and you remove him from that situation, you're not going to find a guy that can just walk right in and do what he does. So you just brought in an offensive coordinator that had Stetson Bennett as your, that was his quarterback for the last three years, four years, whatever, how long he was there. You think he's going to be able to transition? Georgia is going to be able to transition from who, who was Georgia's quarterback beforehand? AJ? Oh, shit. It's been forever. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's been like, yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> Go back like, to Matt Stafford. <laughs> like, this Georgia offensive coordinator doesn't have the, I guess, the past of working with the type of quarterback that Lamar is. That's that's fine. You still have Harbaugh, though. You still I have w- Harbaugh. That's what matters right now. Harbaugh, I, I will say this. You, you're going to have to blow up that entire team if you let Lamar Harbaugh's go. Harbaugh's about to be fired after the season. Well, of course he will. If you let Lamar go, of course <laughs> you're going to get fired. I mean, you, you, might as well, what you might as well quit yourself at that point. They're going to get ammo. They're going to reload in draft picks and get Lamar Jackson to another team. Why not keep Lamar? Because they don't want to pay him or else they would have paid him by now. That's that's why, why, we're did, talking, why do they keep isn't it up? that why we're talking about the franchise tag in the first place? I yeah. will say this. Tanner is convincing. Well, there me. you go. Tanner's convinced me. I am starting to warm up to the idea of Lamar Jackson going to the Jets because Tanner gets his wishes. And I get my wishes because Lamar is going to stay in the AFC. And so I, I'm i starting to warm up to that idea because I would love to see Lamar on the Jets. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers on the Raiders. And then what, Derek Carr gets to go fondle himself? Or I would, you know cold, what? I, I want to see... I want to see Derek Carr get what he deserves, which is to go to the NFC. Throw him in Carolina. Throw him, you know, no, not Washington, because I want my boy EB. I want my boy EB to do something over there. Hey, no, but, if you got, look, Derek but, Carr would be an upgrade from what they've been working with lately. So. That's fine. Derek Carr's an upgrade of a lot of but, quarterbacks. But throw his ass into the NFC. Like, I want all of the shitty quarterbacks in the NFC, and I want all the good quarterbacks. I it's about to happen, dude. I understand what it's you're saying. It's about to happen. But it doesn't make sense to put him in the same conference. Like, if you're going to trade Lamar Jackson, you're not trading him in the AFC. You're going to trade him in the NFC. No, you're not. Picks are Tanner, you're going to trade Ravens, him to who have the most assets. No, if you're the Ravens, why do you care? If you're blowing up your own franchise anyway, everyone's getting fired, supposedly. It's not the why same would you division. Even care about what conference they're in. It's a different it's division, Tanner. It's not the AFC East. It's not the AFC. At that point, you're going to go three and and fourteen. So why do you even care if he's in the AFC? No, or that's not? fair. I mean, it, it shouldn't really matter. We do. We yeah, just figured it out. I don't think the Jets is the answer. We figured it out. I don't think out. the Dolphins. No, yes, I don't think they you are. Anything. I think. I think to me, I still figured out that it's stupid to let. I'll Lamar tell Jackson you this. Go. I tell you this. Lamar is going to the AFC East, no matter what. I don't care if it's the Dolphins or the Jets. He will go <laughs> he to the, the AFC Dolphins East. Pretty bad. Why not the Bills? And just Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, put him on with <laughs> fuck Josh the Allen can play with them. Oh, really? Seriously? Maybe we can have Lamar be his true you position as running back. Hey, we're looking for a backup. Come on. Chiefs, so. Look, but Aaron Rodgers is going to the Raiders. I can tell you that right. The no, the now. Bills That's need a running happen. back. So, I mean, make, put, get Lamar over there. The Bills already have plenty of running backs. His name is Josh <laughs> Allen. I'm just saying. That's their fucking pair running together. back. Halfback toss all time. Saquon wants north of 10 mil, and then today's paying running back that much money is never happens. It's true. Daniel Jones wants 45 mil, and there's no way that's going to happen. No. Atlanta? As uh, Carlos just said, Atlanta looks like they're all in a Lamar. I would That's be, fine. I'd be upset if I was Lamar and that was the case. I would be too. You know what? If Derek Carr goes to Atlanta and then all these, all these other fuckers go to the AFC, there I'd be go. the happiest. Zero chance. We got to call Johnny Cruz up. Yeah, we just get well, Derek Carr. We don't to go need to, to call Atlanta. anybody. We, we just call Johnny Cruz, man. Look, we just know Nation. it's not going to happen. I want shitball quarterbacks in the NFC. That's all I want. I want to see a world where Dak Prescott is the best fucking quarterback in the NFC. That you, dude. 
I, I, that would be the happiest day in my life. I'm, I'm not bullshitting. If, if Dak Prescott was the best quarterback in the NFC, dude, my gosh, dude, like as a chiefs fan, I would love to see that dude. And then, and then Tom Brady, look at Tom Brady. He would be like, dude, what the hell am I doing here at Fox? I'm going to come out of retirement and yeah. go play for Carolina. Fuck them. Play for any of them. You'll, you'll get to playoffs. Yeah. Tom Brady would go to get to go to the Super Bowl for free. I, I feel like you live in a Madden world where like all the settings are turned off. It's you can do whatever the hell you want. There's no salary cap. Everything's salary except cap. trade. Dude, all trades except. You accepted. just have to ask yourself the question: <laughs> How many shitball quarterbacks are there in the NFC? Look, this is not you Madden. Can, you this can is make this real. <laughs> this is real life. You can make this happen on the video game. It's no. possible. You could do that. Kirk Cousins, second best quarterback. Ooh, Kirk Cousins is the second best in the NFC. That's what you just said, dude. Deshaun Watson is in the AFC. You know how shitty he people think he is. Well, he wasn't great last year. Well, he's taking up half the cap space this year. So fifty-five million dollars. I mean, come on, dude. Okay. Like, how many <sighs> shitty quarterbacks in the NFC? Like, that's that's what we it's might. About. Here's the thing. You've been going on this rant about this. We still don't understand why. I've been why going do you on want, a rant. Why do you want this so bad? I told you that Aaron Rodgers was going to come to the he, AFC West last year. It he, did not happen. He, okay? wants, he wants Patrick Mahomes to go against the best of the best. Hey, that's, okay, I this was is wrong. Unreasonable. Okay? This is unreasonable. This is the difference between JG and all these other fuckers out here. I will admit to you when I'm wrong. I wanted Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers in the AFC you West Aaron last Rodgers year. on the Broncos. It did not happen. Mm-hmm. You know who we got? Russell Wilson. Captain Cringe. Russell Wilson. I did not want to see that shit, but if I could get Aaron Rodgers on the Raiders, then all of a sudden the AFC West is pretty fucking awesome. I mean, if I, I, I don't know. Fucking... If your whole goal behind this is to make <laughs> Patrick Mahomes go against the greatest gauntlet of, of quarterbacks ever you know, in, their, in the conference – and then win a Super Bowl just to prove that he's the, the second the second best quarterback of all time because he's not the best. I'm Dude, he's the best. Not the best yet. This is a rebuilding year for the Chiefs. What more could Patrick Mahomes want? He wants more competition. He doesn't want less. He doesn't want shitball quarterbacks like fucking Russell Wilson in the AFC West. No, he wants better competition so he can be battle tested. So he can fuck him in the ass next year. I don't, I don't okay? want to deal with this Carlos, anymore. Carlos so, says the I don't only gets worse. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Dude, he's got <laughs> Russell Wilson in the AFC West. Hey, he won a Super Bowl. What? That's great. Russell won and a Super re- Bowl. That, that was a rebuilding year for the Chiefs. <laughs> there you go. And Scott says that then you want to uh, Super Mahomes to against a shitty quarterback. Yeah, the then, it, then it's handed right to him. What do you mean a shitty quarterback? You think Aaron Rodgers is a shitty quarterback? You said the NFC is going to be full Jesus. of shitty quarterbacks. So you can get to the Super Bowl. You just beat all I the elite quarterbacks. I don't give a shit about. I care about the AFC. I want to be battle you know, tested. You know that you still got to play like six games against the NFC, right? Come on, dude. Night, Scott. I'm telling you, if if he's battle tested in the AFC, he's not going to give a shit who he played. You think he gave a shit when he went up against injured uh, Jalen Hurts and his hurt his little dick shoulder that was injured? What about? You it? think he gave a shit about that? I gave a shit about he the game. He had a bum ankle. <laughs> Hey, he couldn't even run. I, I, li- this, I like this, this question. Make, oh, look, this, I like my, this my question brain here. is turning to mush. Don't, of course it is. We're transitioning. <laughs> no, you're not. Carlos has you're not people oh, date. Car, is car better than Jimmy G? Better Would you rather Jimmy, have yes, car yes. or Jimmy G? Derek Carr is better than Jimmy G. No, yes, no. Absolutely. Jimmy G is better. No. However, uh, Jimmy G, the only reason I would give the edge to Derek Carr is because Jimmy G gets injured. No doubt. Jimmy G always has an injured dick. But in terms of 
what they produce on the field. If I could get Jimmy G for, for a 17 games? game, 17 game season, I will take Jimmy G. But that's when? the problem. <laughs> You'll you'll never get him you'll for never seventeen games. So why you gotta go Derek Carr? Said, no, I'll look, give you Derek. Yeah, you, I'll take Derek. If you put Carr Derek Carr on the Forty ers with Kyle Shanahan in that offense, oh. guess what? You got yourself a a superstar quarterback. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I'm gonna give you guys a little uh little little just. I'm gonna give you a little a lesson here. If you could take Jalen Hurts and put him on the Chicago Bears, and take the other guy Fields. and put it in Justin Fields and put him on. The fucking Eagles. What do you think would happen? I think the Eagles the would not make the same, Super Bowl. The exact Eagles same fucking thing. The Super Bowl. Eagles would not make the Super Bowl. You don't no. think? No. You like Hurts, Hurts better than? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I think the Bears are even like even with that roster the Bears had. I think they're borderline wildcard team with Jalen Hurts. So you think Hurts is better than Justin Fields? He, he is. You, so big. you don't it's... you don't think that roster was any good, huh? You thought what that, roster? The Eagles. You thought it's a, good, you it's a really good, good roster. You think Jalen Hurts like took but, them to the no, Super Bowl? The, the right like, team in the NFC made the Super Bowl. Okay, so then you look over on the Chargers side. Justin Herbert is considered to be the elite, and yet he has Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. He can't lead that team to a playoff. Lane. Keenan Allen, like that guy's retired, man. He's not even going to play next year. He's I've, <laughs> I've lost all. <laughs> no, he's going to the trade Chiefs. of thought with this one. Um. Can I have what you're having? I, I don't, <laughs> I don't you, know what I've happened, happened right now. I'm just telling you this, the whole point. I'm telling this you the whole topic whole, is ridiculous. The, all of you guys listening out there. Too full. What's up, dude? I will tell you what you guys want right now. You want all of the elite quarterbacks to go to the AFC and all of the dog shit quarterbacks to be the NFC. Like, dude, you, you guys have no idea. If that happens, like Tom Brady's already retired. If we can get Aaron Rodgers in the AFC, dude. That that's okay. game over, Tater, dude. Okay, hey, like, this you're the, Tater, you're the moderator today. You got to do this. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm such I'm a let, bad day for me you, to take. I'm letting you run this shit. Okay. So, JG, JG, hey, now where where are you trading Mac Jones to? Mac Jones? Is Mac Jones staying a Patriot? I want him in the NFC. I don't trust him. <laughs> I well, he's on the Falcons. So, so who are you bringing? Send him to the Falcons. So who are you bringing over? Ooh, who's that's taking a good the Patriot spot? Are you doing Ooh, Bailey Zappi? I know. I I love that question right there. I want Derek Carr to be the shittiest quarterback in the AFC and go to the Patriots because I want Mac Jones to get the fuck out of there. If you, if you dude, if you had Derek Carr as the shittiest quarterback in the AFC, like I love, I like Derek Carr. Like I actually think he's pretty good, but if, if he was dude, did you get an extra whiskey when we were at the bar? Like, what the hell is going on? Dude, you guys, you guys all know, like, you want to see the shit. You want to see the AFC just fucking front loaded and destroy the NFC. I'd you accept know you it, but it. I don't want to see it. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC right now? Matt Stafford? Aaron Rodgers? I'll take that. It's still Look, the best quarterback. No, Matt. You can make Aaron Rodgers is gone. Of- Jalen Hurts? No, 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 no. Hurts is on the list. Just, just let's take this into account. Let's assume that Aaron Rodgers is gone so Jalen to Hurts the AFC. In. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC. Who's the second best? You got a tie between Matthew Stafford. No, you have a tie between Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. Yeah, I think I probably agree with that. Matthew, yeah, Matthew Stafford's third or he's fourth done. on the list. He's going to retire. Dude. Stafford's slowly going down the list. He's going to retire. Don't forget about Jared Goff over there on the NFC side. Yeah, I agree if with you. Another- I agree with Scott too. This Hurts being the best in the in the NFC. Um, and we saw if you, his performance in the Super Bowl was spectacular. I mean, three rushing touchdowns, I think two passing. 
Um, the guy played terrifically. Now, think about this. What if we have this scenario and Deshaun Watson is not quite as bad as you thought he was? Maybe he's still an elite quarterback. So he's in would the, that there's not, a chance for that. Would that not give you a hard-on if Deshaun Watson becomes elite again? But it would, would be cool. I, I would like to see him play for the sake of the sport. I think he will. I'm not worried about. This I, I think he was rusty last year, obviously, Correct. and took, took him time. And and that offense, you know, just trying to get used to the new new players around him and all that. I, uh, I could see him making a step forward again this next year. I'm gonna make this last point. Like this is going to be like back in the old days where you had the AFL and the NFL, and I feel like nobody respected, you know, the the other. You know, back in the day, they never respected like. <laughs> The, the, the AFL. Or or they didn't take the, the AFL was. seriously. They yeah. didn't take it seriously. And that we're going to get back to that. If all of the elite quarterbacks are in the AFC, mm -hmm. then the NFC is just going to be a shitball conference so and nobody's going to take them seriously. Comparing the NFC to would be the AFL at the yes, time? Yes, exactly. The AFL actually ended up coming out and surprising a lot of teams. Yeah. That's fine. I just, I just want to see them get destroyed. I want to see the NFC get destroyed. I want to see Jalen Hurts be like an elite quarterback, the only elite quarterback in the NFC. And I want to see Dak Prescott be the only other quarterback be worth a shit in the so, NFC. So I think it'd be hilarious. Scott mentions here is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, when he's healthy, he can be he's short. Dangerous. Yeah, he's short. I, I, he's a short quarterback. Mur Murray. How has tall a lot is he? Is he five, five foot nine yet? Or is he still growing? <laughs> yeah. I, don't yeah, know I think he grew he's, last year. Didn't he? Did he get little, an inch and a half boy. after last year? He's a little baby boy. Uh, no, don't call him a boy. Come on. Don't use that word on this fucking show. We don't do that around here. Uh, I'm just telling you he's short. So, so don't, don't use that word. So two full over here says apparently these guys have never heard of Sam Darnold. Of the Panthers, clearly oh, the Jesus best NFC Christ. quarterback. Darnold, wow, you got it, Tufel. Oh my God! Well, you know um, the Jets. The Jets ruined his ass. He actually I'm, wasn't that bad. Scott, I'm not answering. I'm not asking. He that wasn't question. that bad. Hey, at all. Sam Darnold wasn't that bad in much the same way that Geno Smith was not that bad. Yeah, what did they both have in common? They both got ruined by the fucking Jets. That's true. You know what? All right. They did. You they you did. have no measuring stick to prove that they were that bad coming out of college. I can't believe I'm going to ask you this. You should ask me this. I'm glad I'm not running this shit today. That's why you bring Scott, in Lamar Jackson. You know why? Scott. Scott they cannot. The Jets will never okay. ruin Lamar hey, Jackson. Lamar. That will never happen. It will. Scott no, says, it won't. where do you rank Joe Burrow in the AFC? Fuck. I told you don't ask him this. Seriously? I... That this is consensus, man. He's number two. He's right behind Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So one, there's two. there's no because, dude. He's he has a winning record against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So I don't care about the NFL quarterback scene. I don't care about the AFC quarterback scene. When you have a winning record against Patrick Mahomes, you are the second best quarterback in the AFC. Like there's there's not a whole lot of argument there, and like like I. I have nothing against Joe Burrow. Like, I think he's a good quarterback and he's a great quarterback. But when you're doing your ranking system, you're going to put Joe Burrow number two. Like, there's there's no argument. I don't even know why we would even have that discussion. You, I have a number two because Josh Allen, I understand, right? He's a great rusher. He's the entire running game of the Buffalo Bills. But he turns the ball over like a motherfucker. And that's something that Joe Burrow doesn't do. I trust Joe Burrow in a late game situation in a two minute drill or what have you. I trust Joe Burrow with the ball. I do not trust Josh Allen. 
So that's why I would put Joe Burrow number two in the AFC, no doubt behind Patrick Mahomes. See, I'd be really curious to see how it looked with Josh Allen throwing to guys like T Higgins and Jamar Chase. Uh, obviously, he has Stephon Diggs, but we're going to see potentially if, if Diggs was to leave Buffalo, uh, we could see what Allen really looks like without a whole lot around him. Um, but I, I just I think if you gave Josh Allen those two receivers, which in my opinion, are, they're both in the top 15 of all receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Allen looks much better than what the credit he's been given so far. Let me ask you this real quick, because we last couple of days, a lot of people have been talking shit on Lamar Jackson. What do you think Lamar Jackson would would do with T Higgins and Jamar Chase? Do you think he would better be better than Joe Burrow? Do you think he'd be worse or do you think they'd be about the same? We're talking about as a passer, obviously. I mean, he's not going to be better than Joe Burrow, in my opinion. I think that Burrow has quite a factor of accuracy that maybe only Mahomes in the league can, can really compare against. I'm just saying that Lamar Jackson has not had a lot of weapons to work with. And so a a lot of people are talking shit on him in the last couple of days because they don't think he's going to get a contract. They think he's going to get tagged or what have you. Do you guys think that Lamar Jackson deserves that contract based on the weapons that he has had to throw to past few years? Because yeah, I understand Mark Andrews. He's a good tight end. He's not Travis Kelsey, but he's decent. But I just don't think that he's had a lot of weapons to throw to. Meanwhile, you compare him to a guy like Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow's got fucking T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. I mean, how do you compare those two guys? Well, you're not going to be paying Lamar Jackson for his passing ability necessarily. Yeah. Obviously, it's because he's, he's a, a he's a thousand yard rusher, um, and <clears throat> the way you can use him offensively in that regard, obviously, is something Joe Burrow could never do in his lifetime. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just a big difference of those kind of players. It is a big difference, if, and I agree with you. I would just love to see. I would love to see Lamar Jackson on that fucking offense you, with the Cincinnati Bengals because I think he would fuck that shit up. Hey, Madden will let you do that. If you if you put him on franchise mode, <laughs> it's all about wrong, Madden, right? dude. <laughs> no salary cap. No salary cap. Uh, so if you input him into that Bengals roster in the Super Bowl game they had last year, they win the Super Bowl. I know they would easily. That, that's the whole By reason far. I brought this shit By up. Far. And so that's what I'm, I'm saying. I don't understand why people are saying They're, Lamar Jackson does not deserve to make as much money as Deshaun Watson. It's because that's you got, the argument that I don't understand. It's because you right got now. guys like Mahomes, well, though, that have taken nothing in the wide receiving ranks and made it something. Aaron Rodgers. We are not comparing, but that's my whole point. But if you're comparing elite quarterbacks, you got to look at that factor. We are not. How do other quarterbacks that pay in that range? looking that right here's the thing we do not compare anybody to patrick Mahomes. you understand that i'm telling you they're right, right now when you're comparing, comparing a quarterback to anybody else in this league Aaron Rodgers, we do not Tom put Brady. patrick mahomes on the table i'm Am talking I? about lamar jackson versus a guy like joe burrow and and what are these how do these guys compare to each other because patrick mahomes is not on the table okay he's on a different playing field all right speaking of which Illunian, uh thank you for coming in appreciate you Patrick Mahomes, does Patrick Mahomes have a chance to surpass the GOAT? Yes or no? A chance? Yes. A chance. Of course. You're going to give him a of chance. Of course he does. Of course there's a chance. So, I mean, at this point in his career, if you compare things side by side from where they were at the same age at that point in time in their careers, um, 100% he has a chance. Will it happen? It's going to be hard. It won't be, be easy. Hard. But yeah. it's absolutely, there's, there's a possibility for it. Here's the thing, guys. So, he's got to have <laughs> five receivers. What, what I want to see with Mahomes is. Does he have a winning? Does he have a winning record in Super Bowls? It's very simple. 
do you have a winning record in the Super Bowl? A la Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, or do you have a <laughs> just losing? Our, just our weekly bash of LeBron do James you, coming into no, play. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I never said it. You said it. Or do you have a losing record like a player a like, player that used like to the play highest, for the, the highest point scorer of all time in NBA, right? Do you the have record. a losing record like the player that was formerly of the Cavs that eventually went back to the Cavs and then left the Cavs again? Mm. That That's my whole point. That, that's for you Tanner must, to answer. You must have a winning record like Kobe Bryant, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like Magic Johnson, like Bill Russell. I can go on and on and on. If Patrick Mahomes ends up his career with a winning record in championship games, then he's only got to get to four, dude. If he Super gets to four rings, Super Bowls this, this, or this, championship games? Over. Super Bowls or championship games? Over. This reminds So I don't know if you guys have paid attention to uh, Coach Jason Brown lately on Twitter. He's been oh, out there run, running his mouth off, being a dumbass. That guy can eat shit. <laughs> um, but he's a, he, one of his excuses for uh, – one of his reasons for being an anti-Mahomes guy is that he's never – uh, face the adversity of having to win a road playoff game. Like, like it's a bad wow, thing. wow. This, you you mean to tell me Mahomes has done so damn good that he's, he's put his team in position to never have to play on the road in the first place? Um, and you're actually going to use that as a talking point to bring him down? Why well, you're just a freaking moron. I mean, I just here's I just, the thing. I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I will I will throw this out there when in terms of like. How many championships did you win on the road or how many playoff games did you win on the road? Guys, it doesn't matter because when we're looking at these stats that we all like to talk about, when we talk about championships, stats, what have you, when we are looking at these stats and these championships 15 to 20 years from now, nobody's going to give a shit. When we, All we're going to look at is what is your record in the finals? What is your record in the Super Bowl? What is what does Mahomes have to be? They don't to beat care. Brady, what's Mahomes' record have to be to beat Brady? If he gets four rings and only loses two, he's the goat. So Brady's seven and three in Super Bowl, or no, not seven and three. Uh, in Super Bowl, he's yeah, seven yeah, and seven and three. three. Yeah, seven that's and right. Three. Been to ten. So you're telling me he only seven. needs to win four? He can win four and lose two. He will be the goat, the greatest of all time. I can't. That I makes can't zero get down sense. With that. I can't get down. I, I agree with Scott. I think five is the bare minimum of where he That's needs to be, be at to be in the conversation of being better than Brady. The, the, I will they can do it. I will say this. Brady, especially early on in his career, was helped majorly by that defense. The Patriots defense historically with Bill Belichick has been freaking amazing. Tremendous. And they know how to step up, when it's time to step up, when to make a difference. Mahomes, so far in his Chiefs career, has had a average to slightly above average defense so far to this point. Um, so I just, I just think that it's one of those things that if, if Mahomes was somehow to be able to have what Brady had back then with those defenses that, I mean, I don't know how you lose with that guy at that point. Um, so that's why I think five is the point you can start talking about it because you got to look at the big picture of what Mahomes has had to deal with to get to that point compared to, you know, Brady early on, who was literally just a really, really good game manager in his twenties. Uh, whereas Mahomes is literally being the one that they put all the weight on your shoulders to get the job done. And if you don't come out there and work your ass off, you're not going to win the game. That's, that's what makes my home special is that he is winning the games on his own. Um, you know, you give up 35 points, you're probably going to lose. Well, not if you're Patrick Mahomes, 
If you're if you're Tom Brady in that situation, you don't beat the Eagles. He is. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you five and three. I'll, if, if he can go five and three or five and two, that's that's good enough. Um, well, how about how about five and how about five and one? I will tell you this: like there are those people out there that do not give Tom Brady credit for any of the first three. Okay, they <laughs> think that he did not do shit. And I'm not going to throw any names out there, ESPN, but like there are people that think that Tom Brady didn't do shit in the first three. And so my, my point would be if like, doesn't if, matter. if Patrick Mahomes won. wins five, dude, I, I might even say five and four. That's it, a wrap. Like, because only be all only because of his stats. Well, why do you, why do you need not to go to the Super Bowl nine times? What if he just goes to six and wins five? Is that still make it arguable? Or does these... five and one? Yeah. What does no, that mean? That's there's no argument at that point. Five and one, five and two. There's but that no also argument. means he didn't make it as often as Brady. I mean, that's fine. I'm just telling you, like those first three that Brady had, those were considered to be defensive well, championships. And Vinatieri was the one making the kick at the end on all those. So that yeah. that's why it was looked at that way. But Brady, like I said, in his in his twenties was the best game manager in all of football at that time. He was the yeah. most efficient was game great, manager man. in all of football at that time. It wasn't until he got into like his thirties and obviously forties where it's like, he was literally the one making the plays. He uh, was the reason why they were winning the games where before, like I think the, the defenses the Patriots had in two thousands were just incredible. And you just had, you had hall of famers all over the freaking place on those defenses. And um, that's what got them to that point each season. I'm just saying like, it's it's not a situation where you have to get to seven, like Tom Brady. It's not like I, I think of it differently when we're talking about like LeBron James. LeBron James has a losing record in the finals. He's only won the championship four times. If Patrick Mahomes wins five championships, a la Kobe Bryant, and has a winning record in the Super Bowl, he's gonna be the GOAT. So there, it doesn't matter. No doubt. So seven and three is worse than five and one. Seven and saying. three, or is he seven and four? He's seven and three. Seven and three. Yeah, seven and three is worse than five and one. You, we're we're going to be pay, we're going to be playing seventeen games every single year, not sixteen. So those stats are going to be pumped up. Those stats are going to be pumped up your ass. What, that what is that? So you you're about? telling me if a guy walks away with the ring, that's all that matters. And we're not talking about regular season. When a guy walks away with the ring, the the regular season matters. Regular season he's don't matter. Have to better you. stats. It's all about rings. We've already talked about this many times. Or else LeBron James would be number one on your list. If okay. regular season matter. Uh, I see where we're yeah. going with this bullshit. So, yeah. so this is where it is. Look at that Tanner coming Tanner out. playing the trap. You would be a good poker player because you would you trap right my ass. Well, you he, 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 you would trap me with the pocket with, kings I agree and all with that Tanner's bullshit. points right there. Okay. All right. Anyways. Uh, no, I, I'm going with five and three. That, that's the bottom line. So real quick, Mike, can you help Tufel out here? I can't remember the guy's name either. Tufel says, kicker. remember that kicker the Chiefs signed a few years ago because he did neat field goal kicks, neat kicks. and shit on YouTube but proved to be oh. worthless for actually playing the game as a kicker? Meet Lamar being a QB. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember this guy. Uh, actually, I'm uh, sure it was a kicker or was it a quarterback? I was. I think it was. No, it was, wasn't it like a Canadian guy? Yeah. It uh, was the some, Frisbee guy, right? Yeah, it was something like that. But I thought it was a, was he a quarterback. I think it was a quarterback. He's saying, he's saying kicker, but I remember a certain quarterback that was famous on YouTube for – doing a bunch of trick throws and stuff like that. Um, that's what I remember. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head, but I think it was a quarterback. I could be wrong, but uh, if you find that guy, let me know, Tanner, because 
Um, I believe he did play Chick in shot quarterback, Alex Tanny. Alex Tanny. That's who you get. That's who you're thinking of. Tufel was Alex Tanny. All right, let's see. Oh, do we? I'm not getting into this, Scott. I don't want to get into that. You want to get? I don't want to rank you where you have Marino. All right, let's keep. I got Dan Marino. All right, look. You want to talk about Dan? No, no, no. We're not talking. We're not talking about Dan Marino. Real quick, let's wrap up this franchise tag here before I get back to the comments. By the way, thank you for commenting. It is huge. We love it all. Even besides JG's crazy take sometimes. Dan Marino is top five, dude. Sometimes we Dan Marino is a top five quarterback of all time. Yes, we are. To to help JG. I don't need your help. I All do right. not need your help. Dan so, Marino is in the top five. I, I had Did you one... see what Tufel said. He said, "No, he said, uh, take away his girly balls of wine coolers. He's obviously had enough. He's talking about you, and I'm Thank over here you. drinking the Mike's Hard Lemonade. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just telling you that uh, Dan Marino, Dan Marino, in the era that he played in." There's just run the ball all fucking day. Run the ball, like put up amazing stats, dude. All right, I need I, I need one more tag here. Just one more tag thought before we move on. Okay, who would who would who should Dallas tag here? And it should be an obvious choice, but it may not. Dalton Schultz at thir- just over thirteen mil, no. or Tony Pollard at ten mil. Neither one. No, neither they're one. Don't they're tag both either one balls. of those guys. Don't tag either freaking one of those. They're guys. both shit balls. Well. I'm not going to go that far, but they're you have they're an not average worthy. tight end. So Dalton Schultz is an average yeah. tight end. Then you got Tony Pollard you who have, can't get on the fucking field. Well, you have a running back. You have a running back, and, and yes, we know we know a running t- back look, no less. T- Tony Pollard has, has outperformed Elliott over the past By couple of years, right? That's fine, but you know what? That's you could great. go get a running back apparently in the seventh round now these days. <laughs> plug him in and average five yards a carry. The last time I checked, you could get a running back in the seventh round. Just, just and just average five stay, yards a carry. Jason, uh, just so you know. That. So I'm not Pollard, tagging any of you. Potter played in uh, 16 games right. in 20, 15 games in 21, and 16 games in 22. That's great. Okay, so he's there. He's on yes. the field. The numbers are going down. So you're looking at possibly two. Zeke leaving, possibly being cut. Here shortly, they're not going to cut. There's Zeke, a very dude. good chance. No, a lot of rumors going around cut, for it. Dude. I I wouldn't care if either one of them walked away. I I have the NFL draft in my hands right here in Kansas City. Go get yourself a running back, so Jerry. I, I wish dude. I wish like people would understand that it, it's pretty simple. Like running backs, I feel bad for him. These guys go out there and get pounded. Some of these guys carry the ball 300 times a season and get destroyed. Their dude. bodies are worn down. But we ain't paying your ass. If we it was your ass. if it was any other team, I agree with you. Zeke is getting cut. But you know what? Guess what? The last time I checked is the Dallas Cowboys. If, and they are loyal to that fucker. And they are if, not going to cut his ass because Jerry if, loves his ass. If Tony Pollard was prime Adrian Peterson, I say, hell yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Adrian Peterson is one of the best running backs of all time. And worthy of Jerry's going to keep his worthy ass. Worthy of getting a, getting a franchise tag. Tony Pollard, I don't give a goddamn. About keeping Tony Pollard around, nobody or Zeke for that matter. Just get, get around. They're not going to win anything. They're not going to win anything okay. with those assholes. All right, that's uh, that's going to do it for the tag segment. Now I had more, but that's all we can get to. <laughs> oh. After that, that was that was a blast. Actually, you know what? Uh, let's see. That here. was fifty minutes of bullshit. <laughs> that, was, was. that was legit. All right, guys, let's do it. Let's do a couple quick topics here. Uh, we won't take too long on this here. Uh, let's do a quick topic here. So the NBA All Star Game just happened. Y'all, NBA All-Star Weekend just got happened. NBA starts to back up tomorrow for games. Uh, but I want to know for you guys, and JG, you and I discussed a little bit on Saturday in the hoop, uh, but what could be done different in these All-Star games, such as the NFL and the NHL? Is there something different, something they could do differently? And you could even classify the NHL in this, because we talked about this on Monday night uh, a couple weeks ago, too, with Buffoon and Botkins. 
So what's your thoughts here, Mike? I'll let you kick uh, it I, I'm sorry. I was thinking about Scott's comment about <laughs> Derek Carr. I just, I'm not going to lie. All right. My, my brain so, is in a different section. <laughs> I, I do want to hear a little bit later. I want to hear Mike's Thanks, take Mary on this. But uh, yeah, try, try again. I want to hear Mike's take on this. But the bottom line is that the NBA All-Star Weekend sucked ass. Like, it was pathetic. Okay. Except for a guy. I wasn't listening. <laughs> a guy by the name of Mac. McClung, who stole the Love show, the formerly of Texas Tech, stole the show in the slam dunk contest. That's your school, Mike. And I hope this guy gets Texas a job Tech. in the NBA. <laughs> like, I know he's only a six foot two white guy, what have you. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, he can't play. But the dude, the dude put on a show. He did. And I think he's gained a lot of respect after that showing around the NBA. And so I hope this guy can get a job in the NBA because he rescued the entire weekend. That weekend sucks, right? Yeah, but he doesn't get any playing time. I want this guy to get significant playing time. So go to go to the Lakers. They're hiring. Whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you like he rescued the weekend because that weekend fucking sucked. And I didn't even watch it until I watched the slam dunk contest and that rescued the whole fucking thing. But Mac McClung should get a deal in the NBA because the guy's got handles. He displayed the handles and obviously he almost touched his head on the fucking rim. So the guy can play. And so shout out to Mac McClung for making, for rescuing NBA all-star weekend. Uh, But in terms of suggestions, I feel like this is like a flashback for me to um, the, the pro bowl. Like, what did we do with the Pro Bowl? We had like a skills challenge or something like that. I I feel like, why do I even know that that's called the skills challenge? Because that weekend sucked so bad is like we had to come up with a new name called the skills challenge because nobody's going to fucking watch the Pro Bowl. And so I feel like NBA is a little bit different than the NFL, but I, I feel like there are some better ideas that we can come up with. I think... Tanner, you and I threw out the ideas of like fucking dodgeball and maybe like pickleball. There's some great comments like, in there. You know, I uh, poke or was it poker? Right? Was it was it really? Well, I want to save that for later until Mike goes <laughs> out. With his comment, but... I don't want to sit there and watch NBA players play poker. You know how stupid <laughs> that sounds to me. Like as just a random ass, average ass NBA fan. Like, did you watch? Like, hey, but like they're before, all before before you say how stupid that sounds. Did you watch that fucking All Star game? No. It was worse. I didn't. Do you know what? Whatever you have, whatever you have in your mind, dude. Over under was like four thirty for the All Star. Are you serious? It's in the fours. Whatever you. They don't play defense. They're just like, oh, just get the ball and shoot it. Shoot it half. Whatever you, whatever you have in your mind, as far as how shitty the All Star game could be, or how shitty the Pro Bowl could be. I hate. It was worse. Like just yeah, I know you sound like you you don't like my playing poker and Texas Hold'em idea. No, I'm I'm just like it's worse than that. Look, it was worse than that. Trying to think of shitty. better ideas to make it make it better, right? Like to me, it's like have some kind of incentive to make the NBA players want to perform in this game because obviously they're going out there goofing off, doesn't really give a shit. And why not give them a reason to find some way to make the game worth of, worth something? Because to mm. me, it sounds like they just are out there goofing around and it's not like it's a as physical of a sport as NFL. I've got a great idea, you know? but I want you to go get first. Them, get them to have a reason to go out there and actually give put me some a reason, energy Mike. into it. 
give me a fucking reason right I, now. I need, an, I, so, I need an incentive. So you're, you're I don't know what that would be. I need an incentive. So my, I don't know what it is. Though. My kid, hang on, hang on. So you're talking about like actually going out and playing hard on All-Star Weekend, right? I'm saying give them a reason to play hard rather okay. than jack around. So isn't being named an All-Star in a reward for the players? It's supposed to be. Okay. So why not ask the players what they want to do? Maybe they don't want to do shit. They want to award. But they want to play. At some, some point, the money has to come into play, though. Okay. They might not want to do shit, but there's the NBA looks at this as, as some kind of a money maker of some way. So, so but they why have do we, to have something. Why do we care if they're just playing around? If, if it's a reward for the players, it shouldn't yes. matter what, how the players treat it. They want well, to play Texas Hold'em. You're so talking about from the, the viewership. The Pro Bowl, you're talking about from the viewership. So the, the reason viewership for the Pro Bowl was in the shitter is because the players literally just did not give a goddamn at because all. Because it, it turned into worse for worst the players. Fl- they just wanted to have fun Yes, exactly. But the viewership, TV-wise, and for money, as far as so, on, on the big picture, if you're the NFL, was down. you need to put incentive if you want money. If I need it to matter. The MLB All-Star Game actually has a as an impact Correct. on what happens in the sport. Correct. It actually matters. It actually makes these guys go out there, and the, the pitchers aren't going out there, you, here's a softball for you, and it's throwing it down. And he's actually trying to strike the guy out. Because yeah, the winner of the division it, it, gets the home field advantage. It matters. So that's why the of all the things MLB fucks up, at least they get their they all-star game right. They, they, they do get they it right. Fucked it they fucked so They got the all-star dude. game right. I'm so just the stating. NBA needs to do something similar. In, in football, I understand. In football, I understand. These guys don't want to get injured. They're physical. It's, it's a, a physical, physical sport. sport. No, one, no one's out there going Sean Taylor destroying punters over here Derek anymore. Derrick Johnson you know what I mean? hitting an all-star game. Right. I remember, <laughs> you remember, remember when uh, Brandon Flowers like spine-bustered Jamal Charles on a touchdown? <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, that's the stuff that, you know, when do you, when you see that as a fan? Yeah, Tanner got you're, a heart on there, that shit. Tanner's clenching his butthole thinking about it. And so, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. You don't really want to see the big hits, but you still want it to be an entertaining game. Yeah. So I I am glad they eliminated the Pro Bowl because it was stupid anyway. Yeah, it was. You, stupid you had a bunch fuck. of guys out there half-assing it and not trying to get injured, and making a skills challenge was great. Now an NBA skills challenge makes no sense to me. We already have the slam dunk. We already have the slam dunk contest. What else do you want them to do? Yeah, I mean seriously, three, three point contest. We got that. We already have all this stuff. So the game itself needs to have a reason that makes it important. I have the cure. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, before you go, I have the cure. Scott, to the problem here. Scott says, first off, put some respect on Jason Tatum. Uh, he says also it's a cornhole tournament. Well, Jason Tatum's going to win a fucking championship all, all, this year. All star game should be against Olympic gold winners. They, the I don't sport. need to give Jason they do Tatum have a, any respect. They do He's have a rookie's damn game. championship. Uh, half those guys tried out. Blah, blah blah. Winning team gets player the extra one to ten million per player. Yeah. Money. Jeopardy contest between guys that should be kind of funny. And they so do they, have a rookies game, by the and, way. And Mr. AC, NBA has a rookies game. NFL does not. No, the NFL doesn't do that. We're, which, and NBA they never does. will. Thanks for commenting, Mr. AC. Cornhole tournament sounds like something you play in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, like JG, what's your solution here? I have the solution, okay? Uh, you guys aren't going to be ready for this, but I want, never you to, ready. I want you to open your mind a little bit because... We all know that the NBA All-Star Game and the Pro Bowl in the NFL, they're both equally fucking disasters. So my solution to cure both of these problems is that you combine the NFL and the NBA All-Star Games. You will do something very similar to the NBA All-Star Game when, you know, LeBron James and Giannis, they drafted their fucking teams, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to combine the NBA and the NFL. 
the people who draft the teams are Robert Kraft and Deshaun Watson. They will draft as many chicks as they want to draft who are very good at massaging, by the way. Okay. So they're driving, they're going to draft all these chicks that want to do massages and you know, the best team wins, right? Like, I like, I don't need to say anything else after that. The may the best team win because they're going to be drafting all these professional, professional women that like to do massages. Now, Deshaun Watson and Robert Kraft are very experienced in that, in that line of work. So they're going to draft only the best people for the job. And so if you could combine that into a pro bowl slash NBA all-star game, I think that that would be the best for both of those sports because you know what? Let, just let them have it, baby. Let them have it, baby. Because- oh, fuck! Dang it! So, so wait a minute. Are we watching players play, or are we watching massage therapist? Dude, uh, I just play. told you. You're drafting massage therapist, Carlos. Carlos just says it sounds like an FBI Dude, scene. I, I told you guys. Ooh, I do like Donald Trump as a referee, though. Trump, <laughs> pretty good. Trump could be the referee of the game. Come on, we don't say that word on this show. Don't ever say Trump. Don't ever say Trump. Well, Biden could be the scorekeeper. Biden. Wow. Okay. Scores draft elephant. So the bottom line is, I told you guys that if, if we just did a Texas Hold'em tournament, the Me Too movement in play. <laughs> if you if you would just do, just please listen to me for once. If you would just do a Texas Hold'em tournament in the NBA or the NFL, that is the perfect answer. But if you can't do that, or if you can't get over yourselves, then 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 I would bring in a, a massage competition I like, I like for here. Robert Kraft versus Deshaun Watson. That's how you cure the situation. I like two here. Combine NBA and NHL All-Star Game. Same arena anyway. Dunk contest on skates. Fastest three-point shooting. Best hip check. Combination yeah, of both all sports. I like that. Combine all of them right there. Um, by the way, Robert's played cod. <laughs> by the way, that's that's how Deshaun Kyle Watson Murray wins again. You guys know this, right? That's how Deshaun Watson got that big dick contract. It's because, well, we can't fire Robert Kraft, so right. we got to play Deshaun, pay Deshaun Watson a bunch of money. Scott's because he a, did the same fucking thing. Scott's got another ref for you since you don't like Trump there for it. There's wait, you could have Ime Udoka as a referee. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Ime do Udoka is doing a few different things over there. He's not he's he's not he's not getting a massage. He's going full force. Like right. he's, no, just doing what, so he's doing what needs to be done. Mr. AC over here is is saying have him play video games basically. NBA 2K whatever. Callum Murray wins again. That's so fucking boring, dude. That's so fucking boring. Let him we, play we, Texas Hold'em. They kind of already do that on ESPN, I think, sometimes. They do. I, I I play while, but... Texas Hold'em. While, maybe you could do Texas Hold'em while they're getting... I've seen this before in the professional poker tour. They play poker, and then they're getting massages. Like, they're getting Oh, massaged at the same time. At the same time. Ooh, that could have been actually that. Oh, and that then you bring in all their right, fucking right. Robert Kraft and Deshaun Watson, and they know they know exactly what's going on. All right, great you could solutions. bring in Ir- Michael Irvin and his cocaine. Great solutions. All right, real quick here, JG, just give me a quick summarization. What does this Russell Westbrook signing to the Clippers mean for the Clippers? Uh, for the Clippers, I think it, it gives you a little bit better chance than you had at being a contender at competing for a championship. 
because I, I know a lot of people out there are just saying, well, Russell Westbrook was a shit ball in the Lakers, and that's true. But you also had a guy like LeBron James who dominated the ball every single possession. And now it's a little bit different on the Clippers because Kawhi Leonard, while he also is a, a great uh, player, he likes to dominate the ball. He's also not like, he's not as much of an alpha dog as LeBron James. And so I think it's a little bit better situation because I think the Lakers had a shit ball. Now, let me take that back. No, they didn't have a shit ball coach. They had a mediocre coach. Mediocre. I, I do believe in Ty Lue. You guys know I love Ty Lue. He won a championship, albeit with LeBron James. But I do believe that Ty Lue can figure out a way to figure this thing out with, uh, and, 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 you know, Russell Westbrook doesn't have a choice, dude. If if he if Russell Westbrook can't figure out a way to make this thing work with an elite coach like Ty Lue, his career's over, and he fucking knows it. He fucking knows it. So you throw him in there with fucking Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, two elite wing players who not only can they fucking shoot, they play fucking defense. Now, what does Russell Westbrook do? Well, last time I checked, he can't shoot or play fucking defense. So you put him in there in a situation with those two assholes and Ty Lue, and I really think it's going to work, guys. Like, I know these guys are laughing their ass off, but this, this is the it's best not about chance. This segment. It's not about this segment. This is the Part best chance, is. dude. This is the best chance Russell Westbrook would have to win a championship. And I actually believe in him, dude. You know, I, I call him Russell Westbrook. I don't do like ESPN, all these assholes that like to use the brick word and all that stuff. Like, he's one of the best 75 players in the history of this game. And so, dude, you guys are laughing at my ass right now. This thing is going to fucking work. I'm talking about they, this. they may not, dude, they may not win a fucking championship, but I'll tell you what, they're, they're going to look better than Westbrook looked on the Lakers. I can tell you that right the fuck now. All right. Scott wants to know if you didn't catch uh, NBA in the, or on our NBA show in the hoop on Saturday mornings, who does JG think is coming out of the West? It's, you know, right now, you guys know how it is in the NBA. Everything changes from week to week. Don't you say something different than you did? Every, no, it's been a week. Oh fuck no! Everything changes from week to week. But I'm still with I'm sticking with the Phoenix Suns, and I know Mike. Well, that's my you team. You fucking agree with me because well, you're a fan of that fucking team. You know, I I was out. I was like, all right, the Suns are done. This whole season's a wash. It's over. You gotta but look at it. You gotta the, look the at moment, this moment. The moment that KD trade went down, I was like, holy shit, they could actually. This whole thing that I was thinking was over is all all ready to go. It's possible still. Yeah, you got to look at it this way, dude. <clears throat> like, they are the favorite on paper. Yeah. And, like, right now, Boston is the favorite to win the championship at plus 280 right. on FanDuel. Phoenix is number two at plus 450. But that just means that Phoenix is the favorite right now to win the West. Now, you look at these guys on paper, they have the best team if they are healthy. Now, that's a big if because we know CP3 has had an injured dick his whole fucking life, and KD's been injured the last four fucking years. But if they're healthy, this is the best team on paper. So you've got Devin Booker, CP3, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, you know, who knows what the fuck. I, I thought I heard a report the other day they're going to bring in Draymond Green that's to play for that happening. fucking team. But like they, they are the favorite guys. Now that's not who I think is going to win, but if I was going to bet on it right now, 
I'm going with Phoenix. I think things are going to change. I mean, we get dude to come out of the West. That, yeah. Think there's going to be a lot of changes. I mean, KD is not even fucking playing right now, but next week he will be. Yeah. The idea is he that will be playing either this Sunday or the following Wednesday. He will be, but you know, I, I would bet my money right now on the Phoenix suns to come out of the West. You got Celtics beating the suns in six like Scott. <clears throat> Yeah, if, if I mean, if we're throwing those two fucking teams out there on the floor right now, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no defense. There is zero defense on the Phoenix Suns. Yep. The the Celtics would destroy their ass. So probably win it in Sun, five, four or five go, games. The Suns got to go score like 130 a game, basically. They're down the stretch. Yeah, they do. So uh, Scott, or not Scott, sorry, uh, Tufel is asking. Uh, so my Denver friends are saying the Nuggets are actually good. So season. so they finally, are the one. Yo- Jokic the is actually going to be deserving of an MVP. If he, he deserved was the it the last couple of years. Oh, look, I'm tired. Just because he wasn't a one seed doesn't look, mean you have to be. But if you're going to give a guy MVP, MVP, the team or the team should at least be really good. For the last couple of years, I just been average. here's a, here's the thing about the Nuggets guys, right? The so they're season. the Nuggets are top heavy, right? They've got the best player in the league allegedly in Nikola Jokic the and I, I give him league. full I give him full credit he's a great fucking player Put some respect right? on his name but um like what what else is there on that fucking team Jamal like, Murray's back healthy Jamal Murray yeah allegedly uh, he's uh, healthy Michael whatever his name is uh that helped uh, play you know what you know what Jamal Murray reminds me of he reminds me of Chris Paul fucking 10 years ago he still got injured back then believe yeah. it or not he still injured his dick and so but now, I, I mean, that I was an ACL. That takes you out for a year. Like, this I is do a not, deal that Jamal Murray. The thing about with. the NBA is, like, it, it's different than the NFL. In the NFL, when you look at these records at the end of the regular season, you know who the best teams are. It's not so in the NBA. No, you, you, you look at the best records, you're like, wow, that team's really good. And then it never fails, dude. They shit the bed in the playoffs. And that's exactly what's going to happen to Denver Nuggets. I mean, I understand this is very difficult. If the Denver Nuggets are the number one overall seed and you have to go into the altitude, oh my gosh, God forbid we have to go in the altitude. God forbid, like the the Kansas City Chiefs going into play against the Denver Broncos. I mean, it's just like nobody cares. Like nobody, there's no respect. Nobody respects the Nuggets because there's no firepower on that fucking team. And so, like, they have no chance. Well, now they they got what they were missing the last couple of years, which was Jamal Murray. Let me tell you what's going to happen, okay? This is my prediction. The Phoenix Suns, somebody will get injured, probably CP3. They will shit the bed, and then everybody's going to run to the bank to bet on the Nuggets. And then you know what's going to happen after that? Golden State's going to show up and kick the living shit out of everybody. What about the Lakers? Where are they coming to play? Oh, Lakers. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the Lakers. Uh going back here. I, I like the Lakers, man. I, I think they've got they're they're gonna show they're so, gonna show a lot of shit, man. They're gonna they're gonna do some so, things. So Carlos says Embiid it's on the ballot, but he's an, on the average Sixers as well. So what's the I mean, do you think Embiid should be a favorite for the MVP this year? Or I just think wait, so here's the thing. When you look at the history of the NBA, you we go back to Steve Nash, one, two in a row. Okay, it's the best. Um you look at all these guys, Michael Jordan back in the day, won two in a row. They, historically, we do not let these guys win three in a row. And why in the world would you let Nikola Jokic win three in a row? I, I just don't, I don't think it's going to happen because the writers and all of the voters know okay. that so, they, they incorrectly gave him that award 
two years ago you and can't last just year. Back stuff up like that. He did not deserve that fucking award. award. That should have been Giannis. That team you know it. doesn't make the playoffs. If your Joker isn't so, playing. He's not going to win that fucking award because they know Why? they made a mistake in the last so, two so fucking who years. Who would win it? Who's going to win it this year? Uh, probably Embiid. Embiid's going to win that fucking thing. We just complain. You guys just complain but about the team being the best. Embiid fucking MVP. deserves it, man. And well, now you're he it, deserved it last year. It to him I didn't say. He deserves him, it. I didn't say. Him Joel Embiid deserved it last year. You just giving it to him. But here, dude. I don't care who wins the MVP. I'm telling you, the Nuggets aren't going to do shit in the playoffs, right? It's all about the Golden State Warriors, Phoenix Suns. But the, but the okay? Nuggets are better. I don't give a fuck about any of these other fucking Western Conference The teams. Nuggets are better this year, though, than they were the previous two years. Right, sure. On paper. Yeah, you what can think that? that. At least this year, the, the reigning MVP, at least, has proven, you know, the team's winning. You know, I, team's I will tell you this, well. dude. I will tell you this right now. Jamal Murray is washed, and he's not very old. Jamal Murray reminds me of Chris Paul in that he is a small guard. He gets injured almost every fucking year. And you will not he be able to, it. you will not be able to depend on him in a playoff run. He's cooked. Like his, he's washed, man. And I, I hate to say that because I love to watch. I love to watch Jamal Murray. I mean, he's a great fucking player, but there's something about these small guards in the NBA. I don't know how Kyrie Irving did away with it and the fact, you know, except for the fact that he started skipping games during the coronavirus. Jason, but, Jason, Jason, Jason. Since he's been in the league, 82, 81, 75, 59, 48, ACL, 45 so far. So what's the trend? If you could draw a line, if you could draw a line from the uh, beginning to the end, what what does that trend line look like? Is it going down or is it going up? I mean, he's gone down, but he's on his way back up. He's already at what's 45 his age? games. Do you have his age pulled up real quick? Uh, is he 28, 29? His age is 25. No, sorry. Yeah, 25. 25. The thing that I will tell you about these small guards, they have to work harder than the fucking seven footers and the six foot six. So you're more worried about his ACL injury acting back up towards the end of the season. This is the first year. I I don't, I don't know anything about Jamal Murray, dude. Kentucky all-star. Like I'm telling, I'm telling you in the last three years, we haven't seen the motherfucker. You have. No, we haven't seen him. He's been injured the whole fucking time. Ever since twenty after after the the playoffs. Do you, do you want to know what Jamal Murray is this year? Jamal Murray <laughs> is Clay Thompson last year. When you when you look at that guy and you ask your question, is he a hundred percent? Is he seventy five percent? Is he sixty percent? What the fuck is he? Clay Thompson right now, I mean, with all that he's been through. I still think Clay Thompson is only like 85 to 90% of what he was. You said last this year. This is yeah. This is when you look at a guy like Jamal Murray, like this is his first year in the last two to three years where he's like actually shown that he Why could potentially be that? healthy. Clay Thompson only played 32 games last year. How many? Oh, so how many did Jamal Murray play? Murray's up to 45 already, and we're just entering out to the all-star from this year. From this year. He just That's did. Fine. The I'm only difference saying, is Clay Thompson tore both of his heels versus Murray just tearing. I'm just telling you that the playoffs are different, my friend. This is not a regular season game. Kawhi Leonard doesn't give a fuck about the regular season. That's why he did all of his load management and shit. He's showing up for the playoffs, the same exact thing that Kevin Durant is doing. 
Kevin Durant doesn't give a shit about the last two months. These guys are ramping up for the playoffs. I don't know what to expect from Jamal Murray. I know what to, I know what to expect from Kevin Durant and Nikola Jokic, but I'm telling you, dude, they, they don't have enough firepower in Denver. It's okay. not going to happen. It's Phoenix and it's Golden State. That's it. You have nothing else in the West. Maybe Memphis. Memphis? I, I'm, I'm warming up to the idea of Memphis because fucking what's his nuts was injured last year. John Moran. Yeah. He he had was, so he game. was injured during the playoffs. Yeah. In the playoff game. And that kind of cost him. So, but again, like he's young enough, like he could actually show up and do some damage. So yeah, I'll give you the Memphis Grizzlies, but Denver, Denver's not going to do shit, dude. I, <laughs> it's not, it's not because I'm a hater, right? Like I would love to see Denver you know, do great things, but it's just not going to happen. There's not enough firepower over there. All right, guys. Well, tune in Saturday about 10 o'clock central for, uh, um, in the, in the hoop Saturday morning show with JG and myself. We'll be talking more NBA then. All right, real quick, guys. I have three teams. I just want some quick advice on for the scouting combine tomorrow. The whiskey sports podcast, uh, go check it out. Let's talk sports as well. I'll be breaking down a little bit more in depth in the scouting combine, but today we're just going to do some quick three things that certain teams are looking for. <clears throat> so I'm going to start here. Let's start with the Chiefs. Okay, our team. What are we looking at tomorrow for the, or uh, Tuesday? Starting Tuesday for the combine. Well, what, what position groups? I mean, Tuesday is just weigh-ins, basically. So they're getting weigh-ins. Well, starting the, Tuesday, the combine. Starting Tuesday. You know what I mean. Week long. Well, <laughs> he's like, "What are we looking for?" I'm like, "Well, to see what the hell they weigh." But starting Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the Chiefs are in a situation where they can go a lot of different directions in the draft, and no one's going to be upset about it necessarily. Um, I, I think that it's one of those situations where I think wide receiver is going to be, once again, something that yes. should be prioritized. Thank you. So, Thank you for that, um, I, I think we'll, we'll see how things look, and maybe we can find a Juju clone somewhere in this draft um, and you know get, get something similar to him anyway. You know, the, the guy in year two that put up 1,400 yards receiving, that's the kind of juju I'd like to see uh, become a chief. Um, so I think that that's something to watch out for. Uh, I think that it'd be it's my surprise, you guys. I could see the Chiefs, you, you know, here at this point in this draft. We just took a corner and an edge rusher in this pre previous draft. Correct. I could see them doing that again in the first round mm. this year. Um, this could be because of the talent that's out there, mm. and because those are those are positions of priority. In a lot of ways, I, I think that uh, we have Joey Porter Jr. here in this draft, and I'm curious to see how or where he falls here um, coming up. Obviously, the the son of Joey Porter, the, the famous Steelers linebacker. Um, but yeah, I think that in this in this situation, I mean, first of all, when you have your scouts out there at the combine, I mean, you're watching everybody. I mean, you might have interviews with certain players, but you're watching. Everybody. But you're there for everybody. You're there to see who stands out, who catches your eye. You know who you can go go back to, and you know put together a game plan of, you know, oh, we got to get this guy in for for a visit and this and that afterwards. So, um, it's a tough question, Tanner, in a lot of ways because I see it as you got to look at the whole wide-eyed picture of the whole thing. Is that you could do anything? So if point. I was everybody the, should be on your radar. If if your cat if your casual fan is out here and they want to watch three position groups at the combine come, you know, the main parts Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What are you going to tell them to watch? Uh, with, without a doubt, watch the D line group, watch the corners, and watch the receivers. Okay, those are the groups you want to watch. It's all about wide receivers because, like, ending the year, I mean, we can all go back to the preseason where 
guys like Bart Scott on ESPN were saying, oh, Mahomes doesn't have any fucking receivers to throw to. This is going to be a rebuilding year for the Chiefs. Well, that might have been true, even though we won the fucking Super Bowl. They're still going to be watching the receivers. And I feel like that's 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 the one area where if you could get an elite wide receiver on the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, like that that puts us a step ahead of the rest of the league. You yep. know, so that that's that's the group that just, I'm going to be watching. You want reliability and depth, obviously, because you, you find yourself in that situation here, as we saw in the playoffs, where we had injury after injury. It was like Juju went down, uh, Hardman went down again, Tony went down, and all of a sudden you're out there rolling out. Uh, you, your top receivers at this point are Marquez, and then you have uh, Sky Moore and Marcus Kemp. Like we don't want to run into that again. Like we got to find the guys that it can provide Ima- depth Marset to the team and healthy from Minnesota too in that range. So. Just, yeah, just give him a big yeah. dick receiver, man. That's all. So, as far as far as, uh, a big as, far as quarterbacks receiver. go, though, I mean, I think that there's a lot of um, shaking and moving that's going to happen throughout this draft process. I think a lot of teams are confused right now on who they truly believe is, you know, QB one, two, three, and four. I think right now that combination is going to be something to watch unfold as we get closer. But um, no, no one's always set in stone, in my opinion. Bryce Young, obviously, uh, so, so, who is it that called Bryce Young? The, the uh, smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's a short fuck. He's, he's, he's five, short as fuck. He's Who five said ten. that, Jason? I think it was the ESPN guy. I think, I think so. He said that he was a smaller him. Patrick Mahomes. I didn't hear that. I'm just like, man, can we quit with all the comparisons and Patrick and this and that kind of crap? It's, it's stupid. There's no way. But I, I think there's this quarterback class is interesting. I still have not decided yet on who I prefer uh, as being in my rankings yet. Uh, but starting March 1st, next Wednesday, We'll actually be kicking off more draft talks, so that'll be a a major focus of next week's discussion. Obviously, so, I started. So Tanner started on taking notes, I guess. So uh, we'll we'll really hit on that stuff quite a bit each and every Wednesday leading up to the draft. Because guess what? As you guys know, we're going to the NFL draft this year in Kansas City. So we'll be there. We'll get footage. Uh, we'll have our cameras out, and you know, hopefully, we can find some cool stuff to see and do. And who knows? We're maybe maybe we can find some people to interview. Who knows? I hope you guys can all meet us out there because we're going to be getting shit faced. Don't forget the draft. So there's a chance yeah. uh, Mr. Nick Boggins of the Boggins Show should be out there. So hell, he'll Nick's be there. He'll look, be there. look, if we're all getting a room, like I said, I'm bringing my air mattress. <laughs> you and Nick can share a bed. I'm I'm blowing up an air mattress. Put hey, you the said double bed. I was there. And I I I <laughs> firmly believe that when Botkins comes out there, he will be wearing his Aaron Rodgers Raiders jersey, Las Vegas Raiders jersey. <laughs> By the time he gets out there, he'll be wearing that shit. Bacchus, and a Chiefs beanie. Bacchus, yeah. Bring that. yeah, you know, Chiefs beanie. He, we already know he tore up his shirt. So, can, you know, he has to bring the oh beanie gosh. that he still has. I might even have a spare shirt for Botkins. That oh, has no. A, no. Has a nice logo. Don't do that. No? He'll tear it up again. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you saw that mind. part of the never show mind. on Super Bowl. Bottom line, no, is, no I, up. bottom line is I told you guys for weeks and weeks that Russell Westbrook was going to the Clippers and nobody fucking believed me. Now I've been telling <laughs> you about Aaron Rodgers to the Taters. Nobody up. fucking believes me. All right. Do you guys got Colts or Texans taking the number one spot away from the Bears? Uh, that's a good Scott question. Asking. That's a good question. Colts or Texans at this point? Be honest with um, I don't think any of them do. I think Bears you, stay. You guys are Justin Fields haters, no, though. Tanner, I'm the only one that sticks up for Justin Tanner, Fields you, on this show. If you're the Bears in this situation, you want to trade down. You do. Absolutely want to trade down. I don't think trade down. I, I would listen to offers. I, I mean, would at least entertain a lot of offers. A lot of offers. Because all these, here's the thing all these four quarterbacks right now that are pushed up, everyone's jostling for position on who they want. Yep. Um, I, I personally could see the Texans being the team 
But you want to keep Justin Fields, right? Well, yeah, you're not going to trade Fields. Justin Fields. Your idea is a lot of people want to trade his ass. The idea is to trade down to get other positions, you know, get get more picks to add other positions he needs. So. I, I'm going to say Texans out of those two teams that were mentioned. That would be the number one. To so are you up. guys, you guys both think that they're going to keep Justin Fields, right? Because a lot yeah. of people are thinking I, they're going to trade his ass. If I'm the Bears, you absolutely keep Fields and you trade down. Yeah, I don't yep. think you take. So all right, so my my theme here, if I'm going to watch a couple positions for the Chiefs here, it'd be the edge and the D line. I really think that's going to be two important things, especially with Naughty and Saunders possibly gone. Um, it's something else we really need on that off that defensive line. So and and O line depth. The Chiefs O-line need some O line depth, depth yep. as well. O line's my third thing. One, and then wide receivers. One thing to point out when we're looking at the O line this year in the draft, Andy Reid likes guys that are versatile and flexible that can play guard and tackle. Yep. So look for guys that are similar to like Cole Strange that the Patriots took. Yep. Andy believes the same way about O line as Bill Belichick. So watch guys that are going to be be those tweeners, those guys that can they can play either tackle or guard like Andrew Wiley. Who came up in the league as a guard? Now, yeah, obviously, right that. tackle. I can see that, Scott. I can see uh, the Colts taking it because of Ursay. So, all right, my next team here. You know what? We'll just do this one. It's the last team here um, for you guys. <clears throat> so the Philadelphia Eagles are counterpart for the Super Bowl. Uh, there, there are a lot of free agencies on there. A lot of defensive line guys: Cox, Quinn, Graham, Hargrave. Uh, they also lost Jason Kelsey potentially right now, um, along with uh, Samelo. Uh, that was kind of a backup role that they helped Sue Linval Joseph on the defensive line. Um, that's kind of the, I totally forgot. I totally forgot Linval Joseph was on the Eagles. Yep. And Miles Sanders is in there. Uh, Boston Scott's also in the free agency list. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, uh, kind of goes on the way. So if you're the Eagles, what three position groups are you watching for Eagles fans? Well, it sounds like to me, you're ready to reload on D line because, First of all, you have an aging D-line anyways, as it is. Mm-hmm. So um, you're worried about that and the future of what that's going to look like. Uh, as great as those guys have been throughout their career, there are lots of guys in their 30s uh, in that in that line at the moment. So 30, I think adding 30, some youth yeah. to that part, even even Hassan Riddick is one of those guys who, which is kind of crazy because I, I liked him a lot coming out in the draft. Isn't he like 29? I mean, even he's I'll look it up real quick. Even he's right kind now. of just kind of those guys that's uh, that's getting up there in age. But um, I, I just think you you want to get first of all younger and cheaper across the board because guys like Brandon Graham, guys like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, like they're costing you some money right now, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be time to to uh, costing us some fucking money to get some guys on your board that's gonna cost money. you next to nothing. So, Shit. Anyway, D line and uh, otherwise, uh, as far as other position groups go, I mean Eagles are have a, are a really really talented team. Um, Scott says Bajan Robinson to the Eagles. Absolutely, that'd be. I mean, Bajan Robinson's a freaking badass runner. I, he's he's insane. No, he's he's fun to watch. He's very nifty with the footwork. So Woo! big fan, big fan of Robinson. <laughs> the hell are you doing over there? I agree. The hell was that? I agree with you. It's the D line. <laughs> fix fucking, that. Fix that fucking D line, asshole. So fix that fucking. So uh, Hassan Riddick, dude. Thinking about him. Yeah. So he's his contract, his potential out year is two thousand after two thousand twenty four. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you gotta kind of think of that ahead too. That you have a big contract. I mean, you got you got to reload. First of all, that, that's a great D line. That's what seventy two sacks, something, something like, like that. something crazy like that. Uh, just as a group, as a team, obviously. But I, I right now I'm looking at this and going like, okay, these guys are all really really good. But the the money and the age, time to get younger. So I'm I'm gonna focus on the D line if I'm the Eagles. And I, I totally agree with you because why wouldn't you fix that D line? Because when you look at the NFC in general, 
they're all going to have shitball quarterbacks for the near future. So you, all you have to do is play great defense and just fucking destroy those shitty ass quarterbacks like Marcus Mariota, throw them on his ass, and then you'll be good to go. If I'm the Eagles, focus on defense because Bradbury, I could see him being gone. I know I think he's a free agent too right now. And so I just think you got to get younger. All these guys that we just named off are older players. I mean, this is this is a defense that had a lot of I could see guys around thirty veteran veterans in that group. Like I could see Jason Kelsey coming back for a couple more years with the Eagles, not necessarily sure. needing to sign. Um, he, he should be a priority because he, he should. First be. of all, when they're running that QB sneak thing, like he he's a big focal point of why that works so well too. I mean, he has he is one of the best and smartest centers. I'm not in yeah, the league. I'm not overly concerned about that position because I think Kelsey does come back for that team. I think so. so. Yeah. I mean, if not. You got McConnor McGovern at 29. He's right up there around throughout right around the same average for 2022. And Ronnie Hudson, who's a couple years younger than Kelsey. So, you know, it's it's a couple of things. I mean, I'm kind of with you though. It's gonna be all defense for the Eagles, essentially. I do like B, I mean, B John of the Eagles would be insane, but I, I don't think you're gonna have to necessarily look that way. So I like uh I like defense for the Eagles. So catch uh catch more tomorrow. Um, I think we're starting 7:30 Central, 8:30 Eastern. For the Whiskey Sports Podcast, my channel, um, and then we'll be uh, on Let's Talk Sports as well, uh, breaking down the scouting combine and kind of who, what teams to watch for and stuff like that. So excited for it. Yeah, looking forward to, you know, keeping track of the news and seeing mm-hmm. what else coming out and, you know, getting on your websites and Twitter and all that and just watching it kind of unfold in it, real time. It um, starts, guys. Because here's the thing. Tuesday and Wednesday is used for the weigh-ins and then interview process and as well as getting your, your bench numbers. Yep. Put up, put on stuff like that, and then the actual drills on fields be- begin Friday. I think it's Thursday. Actually, Thursday. I think it goes. It starts Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I believe is how it finishes out. Gotcha. Yeah, I think oh. exciting times. A lot, lots of sports to come to, guys. So, uh, just quick shout-outs here. So tomorrow, Whiskey Sports Podcast, eight thirty Eastern, right here on Whiskey Sports Podcast, and let's talk sports. Saturday morning in the hoop with JG and myself. 10 about eh, 10 a.m central 11 eastern um and then catch us monday night buffoon and bakins as we go over hopefully this time with jim berenger not myself doing some nhl news with the trade deadline happening and then also talking uh, mlb with jonathan grishman on the al or nl west division this time so Excited for it. Always a good time. You guys got anything else here? Why why does Jason keep counting his money on the table? Dude, it's all about, don't pay attention to this shit. It's all about Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, and Aaron Rodgers. You guys you wanna- need to figure out where those three fuckers are going to play next year, okay? Did you not see the I don't news? care about the rest Sky of this released shit. it that the Jets offered a big contract to them. Oh, I'm Derek sure they Carr. did. I'm sure they That's did. Good. That's good, man. Those are the only three players that matter right now. Derek Carr is going to go to the Jets, and he's going to hate it because it's going to be cold as hell. <laughs> that when December rolls around, he can't play in the cold weather. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard time. Jets miss the playoffs just the same way. That's all I got, man. All right, guys, everybody, thank you for joining us. Please make sure you like, subscribe, follow, hit the bell. Uh, that way you know when we're live here. we got lots of content dropping for you this couple next couple months, especially with draft content. Excited to go over that with you guys. So, everybody, have a fabulous week. We'll chat at you next time. See you guys. Outro, outro. Yeah, sure.